Welcome everyone, we're about to begin Be'ezus Hashem Shalom Bayesh, Shir number 332. We're going to talk today about the importance of readjusting our outlook in life and to recognize that when you work for things towards to make your life better and etzim working, working on your life, on your character, on your marriage is a healthy thing, it's a good thing, it's a wonderful thing. Life has a purpose. And what happened more recently in our culture and uh, in our generation, it's, it's more about what we want, quote-unquote, versus what our real potential is, what our real calling is. And a big chalik, a big portion of Taira, of being a Taira observant and connecting to Hashem, is to know yourself and to spend time and energy to know what's important in life and to accomplish things and to do. That applies with one's own life in spirituality, in physical life, and certainly in marriage. There was a study on child obesity, what the causes were and what you do to protect um, from childhood obesity. The three things that they came up with that would prevent Childhood obesity, that means extreme overweight in children and young teenagers, is number one, to eat together as a family. Number two, to reduce television time, you know, those, you know, when you have television and watching a screen. And number three is adequate, adequate sleep. The adequate sleep seems surprising, but research has shown that adequate sleep is very, very crucial to maintaining healthy weight in adults, not just in children. But let's talk about the first two for a moment. Eating together as a family and reducing television time when, when they used to watch television. Now, these all these three things really could be symptoms, not the root cause. The root cause is the lack of structure of family life, parenting and family life, a structured bedtime. It used to be even in American culture in about even 40 years ago or so, certainly earlier, Americans had normal bedtimes. And, 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 and the lack of that created a, a breakdown in structure. So it seems like that that idea of having a strong family culture, family structure, a stable, healthy family structure, something that unfortunately in our generation has fallen apart. And it's something that is Baruch Hashem in our uh, Torah world where we have Shabbos meals and we have family means a lot. It's better than it is in overall culture, but definitely seeped in. And it's very, very important to have and maintain that family structure, not to be strict with the children, but rather to create, though, healthy things. If anytime you could eat together as a family, um, again, and reduce screen time. Those days it was, let's say, television time. So those of you who don't have this and have other healthy outlets, but even if those of you that, that did, it used to be in the olden days that um, even, in, let's say, talk about an American family, not Jewish family. So let's say they had a television, and let's say they allowed their children to watch a certain show, one, you know, it was half-hour shows uh, from 
let's say, from 7.30 to 8. They have their, their show. So a parent used to negotiate with the child. You do your homework before or right after, and you make sure it's done and whatever it is. You do your chores, then you can watch that half hour. So they watch television for the half hour. I'm not endorsing it. I'm just saying, but the bottom line is it creates certain limitation. They do that. Everything else around it, though, is a healthy aspect. They're doing chores. They're doing their homeworks. They're interacting. These days, though, for people who have open internet and open screen time, it's not limited to that half hour, and that creates a problem. So I digress a little bit just to explain the family structure, but my main nakuda here is is the idea of working towards it. It's not an idea these days, um, because the idea these days is seemingly in culture that life is meant to be fun or easy. And we, we think to ourselves that if you work hard on something, that means something's wrong. It should happen automatically. It should be, you know, automatically. And with marriages and Shalom Bayis, we have that same attitude a lot. If, if um, you know, if it's a good marriage, if this is my zivik, it should happen automatically. The feelings should come and it should go smooth. The idea, the concept of working hard is foreign to a lot of us. And it wasn't always like this. And in many other cultures, it wasn't like this. We, 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 there's certain things that were simply non-negotiable. You cooked because you're alive. You worked because you're alive. You took care of your children. Because that's part of life. And these days, we have to the other extreme where people came allergic to working, allergic to the concept of hard work, both in overall life and in marriage. We're allergic to working hard. And of course, again, for those of you that do have screens and they, you watch shows or whatever it is, it's easier to watch a show than to cook or to clean or to learn or, you know, whatever other leisures you have. And it's more fun and it's more easy. So we equate leisure with goals in life. Now, yes, there is a healthy concept of vacation and rest and things like that. But it's all meant as a stepping stool to be healthy in order to grow. Not that leisure should become an avaydazara. Um, and the truth be told, the, I have to go to the other side of it. To be fair, many people are indeed exhausted and overworked, and both husband and wife are both working full-time or almost full-time jobs. That is very, very true. And there they need to the balance the other way to sort of figure out ways to lighten that load. But it is clear, though, in many you know, parts of the culture where the idea of leisure became like an end in and of itself and that the meaning of life and your calling for life uh, is forgotten, but that's really the most important thing um, because there's so much time wasted as leisure uh, and when we feel empty afterwards and exhausted afterwards and we feel drained afterwards. So whether where it says six days you should work, whether it's a chiv to work, whether you're obligated to work or it's a rishus, you can work, but the bottom line is, is that's the way of the world. It is a healthy thing to put in work. And Shabbos is Shabbos. So the idea of working hard, we have to reframe it and realize that it's a healthy thing. It's a joyous thing. Sigh in life overall as a, as, a, as, a, as a goal and certainly in marriage itself. Same thing with the talk about weight for a minute. 
and uh, yours truly struggles with it and is working through it. So I'm talking to all of you. Some of you have other issues. I'm just picking that one for an example. And it's, it's, it's not just a matter of, uh, it's, it's fascinating. There's studies also that many women in particular don't like their own bodies. They have a negative image of, which is warped, which kills their own libido and their a whole thing. And the idea is because they compare themselves to who knows what in the billboards or whatever it is. But God made you the way you are. So you're supposed to be happy with the way you were born, the way you look, and be self-accepting. But then there's the other side of it where you're not meant to simply accept things fully to the extent that you can't improve yourselves. You need to accept and love yourselves, but there's still a challenge to grow, to grow. You love yourself, you love your spouse, you together strive to get healthy or to get into shape or to eat healthy. Not just about losing weight. It's about healthy eating habits, keeping your body healthy to enjoy your marriage more is very, very important. There's a sexual aspect as well. Someone's severely overweight, the libido is much lower, sex itself becomes much more difficult. And these things matter. These are not superficial things. If a, 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 a health issue is an oinus because Khalila, it happened that the oinus is nothing you can do about it, that's a separate issue that deserves discussion and separate shiurim on. But we're talking about many, many of the health problems that are self-induced by our unhealthy eating habits or whatever other healthy, unhealthy habits we have that we need to work on. That to, When maybe we could skate by in our 20s and our 30s and our 40s um, and be even eating unhealthy and, and just you know not treating our body properly and we could get by, but sooner or later, when you hit 50 or 60, it'll catch up to you. And even in your 20s and uh, 30s, 40s, you'll find that you'll have much less energy because of either excess weight or unhealthy habits. Something that, that a husband and wife can do together. Um, it's not fun. It's not fun to work on things that are important. It's hard work. But those are the goals we put in some simcha to it, we figure it out, and we try to do it. The idea is, is not the goal per se, as the system is even more important. To explain this, uh, there's a book called Atomic Habits. Um, didn't read the book yet in length, but I know there's a blurb there about something very, very interesting, that there was a cycling race that was going on in the early part of the century, and there was a team that was terrible. They hired a new coach, turned it around, and they became a great racing team. But the way the coach turned it around is they didn't, he didn't make major, major changes. What he told the cyclists was, we're going to go through your method of cycling. We're going to take every single item, every single step that you're doing, and we're going to increase its its um, accuracy and the way you do it better by 1% or 2%, every little item. And when they, he changed in every little nuance of their, of their bicycling, by just 2 3%, 1 2%, each separate focusing on it turned everything around. Because it's the little changes that compounds on each other, changes the way you do things. It becomes more, um, you know, a, a life habit with these systems. And that is a tremendous important thing to know and to, and to understand. And yes, it's not fun. And yes, you'd rather be 
want to be doing something else, but it's meaningful and it's very, very rewarding. And here is the key, which I'm going to be Messiah this year, even though we talked about it life in general, but going to Shalom Bayis in particular. First in life in general, to know, talking to everybody, you are made for more than you are. No matter who is listening here, single, married, man, woman, whatever age you are, you are made for more. You are. You can be the best husband for your wife. You can be the best wife for your husband. You could be the best parent for your child. It is very, very important to realize that. And it's very, very important to integrate that and to know that. And it takes sometimes work. And work is not a dirty word. That's what we're here for. Not crazy out-of-balance work, but healthy, normal work towards healthy goals. And when you work on your marriage, it's going to become a great marriage. When you don't work on it, it's going to drift. That's the general clow. That's true over 95 plus percent of the time. It's just the way it is. So again, it's a combination. This loving yourself, what we talk about unconditional love, helps to a certain degree to get you on your feet, to love yourself even with your flaws. It's very important because if you don't self-love to, at all and you look at yourself and put yourself down all the time, you won't have that energy and that drive to grow. So there has to be a certain self-acceptance to love yourself despite the fact that you have whatever problems you may have. That makes sense. That's the beginning of the building block to, to build yourself up in your life and in your marriage. However, that does not mean that it's status quo. So it's very, very important to say to yourself that I'm going to have such self-love that I love myself the way I am to the extent that, okay, so I'm going to do nothing. I'm not going to put in the effort. That's the opposite of what's meant to be. So it is a little bit of a, a, um, a paradox. It's sort of like looking at the mirror. You're, let's say, 100 pounds overweight, you hate the way you look, you can barely look at the mirror, but you look at yourself in the eye and you say, I love you for who you are with all your flaws and even with your struggles of weight. And I love you and you feel that love. That's very, very important. But the next step that's supposed to come right after that is not, okay, so I'm going to go back and eat another pie of pizza in one sitting. No, but then you say to yourself, I love the way you are, and I accept you with the flaws, and it's all understandable. But now, let me become the best person I can be. Let me bring out my full potential. This is a real balance that Mechanchim learn how to do, parents learn how to do. We need to learn how to do it with ourselves and in the way we work on our marriages. No matter what, we have that ability to grow. We have the ability to be more. Again, we're made for more than who we are. Everyone listening here, it is very, very true. You put in the effort and work. You can be a much better husband than you are right now, a much better wife than you are right now, much better parents than you are right now. It is doable. Of course, tefillah and then the proper hishtadlis. But the hishtadlis means you put in the effort and work. It is easier to watch a television show for an hour than to play a board game, for example, and interact with your children that way. It's much easier to just put them by a screen and, and blank out. It's much easier to do those things. But the interactions and the hard work and with a marriage also with spending and investing time with one another, for one another, pays off tremendous fruits and 
it gives you tremendous sipika nefesh, and it's the most rewarding feeling when you, after that good work, you see that those results. So let's have that mind shift, Bez Hashem, all of us, to do that and to, and to shift our minds to realize that working hard towards meaningful goals, especially for what our goals are in life and what our calling is for in life, and one of that is to be a, the best husband or wife that you could possibly be, is something that's worth fighting for, working hard for, to achieve. Bracha and atzlacha.